families are used to hosting the show this afternoon. Ballet. When you think ballet, I think most people think pretty point shoes. They think fluffy tutus, maybe Swan Lake. But you don't tend to think of heavy social issues, and you certainly don't tend to think of one of the darkest parts of Canadian history, residential schools and the awful things that happened to people within those schools, people being taken away from their families, the bruises and scars that remain on the children of people who were in residential schools. But out of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission that traveled across the country and came out with, I think, nearly 100 recommendations, some of those recommendations were for this part of our history to, to be remembered and one of those ways was to be remembered through art. It isn't, I don't think, a natural progression to think that one of those art forms to tell those stories would be ballet. But that's exactly what has happened. And those stories are being told. And we have with us the artistic director of the Royal Winnipeg Ballet, Andre Lewis, because their latest ballet that's coming to Vancouver in early April is the Going Home Star, The Truth and Re- Reconciliation. Welcome, Andre. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. It's my pleasure. So talk to us, because I, I, I've been reading about how this ballet came to be, and I, and I see, of course, that part of it is the Truth and Reconciliation um, Commission. But there were discussions within the Royal Winnipeg Ballet from people who had their fingers in it on the board and whatnot over the years of, of doing something important of this sort of ilk in the past. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, we've, we've done another work of, of that ilk, right. uh, Ecstasy of Rita Joe, by a play of George Riga from Vancouver, I believe, and yeah. with uh, Anne Mortifee's music. But, uh, and that was going back in home. the 70s, though. That was a long time ago. Yes, it certainly was a long time ago. But actually, funny enough, the RWB has continued performing that work until uh, very recently. So this, you're telling the stories, I understand, telling the stories of people I guess whose stories were told during the process of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission going across Canada, hearing people's stories? Yeah, it's in part this. Uh, essentially, it's it's not a, a true recollection of a single story, but it's it's uh, it's uh, drawn from a series of uh, stories that were told at the uh, TRC uh, events uh, across Canada. And then it was put together uh, through uh, Joseph Boyden's uh, writing, who is, of course, this very well-known Canadian uh, uh, Aboriginal writer. And uh, with Mark Godden, who's the choreographer, they assembled something together, and also with Christos Hetzis, who composed the music for it. And I think sometimes people, you know, feel daunted by going to see ballet, like they sometimes feel with theater that that it's going to be perhaps beyond them or artsy-fartsy, but this really does ultimately focus on a young girl's or a young woman's story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I mean, fictional, as you're saying, pulled together, but it focuses yeah. on one person's story. I mean, uh, first I have to say that this this whole thing came about through a, an elder from an Anishinaabe right. elder in Winnipeg who approached me to do a, a new work uh, following on the ecstasy of Rita Joe, but she passed away uh, too soon. And then another uh, Aboriginal lady, uh, uh, her name is Tina Keeper, who was on North of 60. She was also an MP in Ottawa, uh, gave me that suggestion. So then we approached the TRC. But it's important to understand that this is a story that you can follow. It's still ballet. That's what very much what Mary wanted. And you shouldn't be uh, underwhelmed by 
it or worried about it. It 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 is it it is a powerful story, but ultimately it's a power. Of, it's a story of reconciliation, and and it's done through ballet. And and so, as so many people have told me after seeing it, they say, "Wow, I never expected to be so powerfully touched by this." Says I've read reports and things, but the ballet really brought it home. And talk about talk about the story of Annie. That that uh, Annie is the, the main character. So talk about what is the story and how how is that story told through dance? Because of course people you know generally are used to reading a story or hearing a play. So how is that told through through well, movement? It's 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 well. First of all, the the kind of movement that uh, the choreographer Mark uses is classically based, but it it has a neoclassical feel, if you will, or contemporary to a certain degree. It does not try to be a powwow. It does not try to be modern dance. It's, it is still ballet. But it's it's ultimately it's the story of Annie, who is a young indigenous girl who is a hairdresser, who is not in touch with her background or her culture. She is not a, a survivor of the residential school. And you, on the other side, you have Gordon, who is a survivor of the residential schools and who is a street person. And they meet. And through him, she learns of that story. She learns of their culture, too. And then Gordon shows her through uh, through the eyes of Niska, who's a young Aboriginal girl who was sent to a residential school, and Charlie, who also was sent, and their uh, their challenge and, and the abuses that they, uh, they suffer. And are you, because I know sometimes the arts goes out into schools, have you guys considered taking this, because obviously the, the cost is... is expensive to travel for dancers to travel around have are you guys going to some of the more remote um locations because obviously yes. you may you know or, or maybe a smaller version for for educational yes. purposes yeah, as part exactly. of the commission yeah we're doing a smaller version that will tour hopefully uh in northern communities also and and of course uh, any communities that would like to see the work and, and indeed the the idea behind that is to be able to give that message give the survivors a voice that and that's why the TRC was created because the survivors said we want our stories to be heard so we are creating and also we're inviting a lot of survivors to come to the performances uh, and we usually uh, we uh, offer a, a, a number of seats for free of charge for the survivors to be able to uh, come and witness this uh, event and it's certainly been extremely well received uh, by the survivors and people in Vancouver are going to get the opportunity. You guys are coming here um, April 7th to 9th. One of the reviews said it was intense, and uh, she also said it was one of the most powerful and necessary productions that they've seen in a while. Not easy to watch, mm-hmm. but one that is necessary to tell. So I think it's a treat that you that you folks are coming, and, and I hope, hope it sells out. I think dance sometimes gets the short shrift in Vancouver and, and in other cities as well. Andre, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us today. It's my pleasure. Bye-bye. So that, bye-bye. Again, that's um, Going Home, Star Truth and Reconciliation, the Rowan Peg Ballet. It's going to be at the Queenie Theatre April 7th to 9th. Coming back, when we come back, we'll hear a story of, I, I think, a very creative solution. We hear people often complaining about empty residences in their neighborhoods. And why are they sitting empty? Why is no one using them? Well, one man noticed an empty home, a home that wasn't being resided in in his neighborhood. He decided to approach the owner, and uh, it's an interesting approach. We'll talk about that when we come back.